come again at the blessed event that uh, we enjoy this morning, that event that Jesus left us in charge to do, and that is to follow in the legal baptism. And this morning we come to rejoice that another one who is one of our children, one of our children of our church and of our congregation, has given their heart to the Lord and an early part of their life. You know, that always excites me because that means that for their life, in its majority, more forward, it's going to be a life that is given to the Lord, kept by Him, kept by Him. And uh, it's always, uh, I think, just an extra special time of rejoicing when we see one of our children come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior. When we think about this moment, you know, I think that the, the, the three moments in the Bible that, that speak about baptism, we think about Jesus and His baptism, and, you know, it's in that moment there in the Jordan, Jesus being baptized by John, that the Father says, This is my Son, whom I'm well pleased. I truly believe this morning that God the Father, God the Son, I look down from heaven and they say, This is my beloved John, in whom I well pleased. God the Holy, all of heaven rejoices there, as well as we do. I also think about that event there in Acts where Philip was traveling along the road and meets that Ethiopian. We're talking about you know, the Bible and prophecy. He had been to Jerusalem to worship. He had read scripture. He didn't quite understand some of the things that uh, he had heard and read. And he asked Philip about it. Philip began to explain the gospel good news. And they come to that moment where the Ethiopian says to him, Here's water. What prevents me from uh, being baptized? Basically, what he was saying was, What prevents me from being a Christian? And the answer was, Well, there's nothing. And uh, the Bible says that Philip and that Ethiopian went down to the water, and there Philip baptized that Ethiopian. And then also the Bible tells us that the Spirit caught Philip away, and all that remained was the Ethiopian. The Bible says that he went on his way rejoicing. And I think the symbolism is, is clear there. Today, Lydia, she makes her profession of faith. At this point, it's a day of rejoicing in the Lord. And then we think, about what Jesus said to the disciples as he was leaving that commission, that great commission to them to, uh, to be obedient to his command. And he said, Go into all the world and baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And here we are, 2,000 plus years later, and we are still being obedient to the Lord's command. To me, that says Jesus is very much still alive. That Jesus still very much is reaching the lost among them, and for that we rejoice today. So we rejoice with Lydia, we rejoice with the family, we rejoice in this church, and we rejoice with all the world. Lydia, Cole, Faith, or Lydia, Faith, Cole, I baptize you, my sister, for the remission of your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Buried with Christ, risen, and a newness of life. Let's pray. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for Lydia and for her life. And Lord, we just thank you this morning that she's able to go her way rejoicing in this new life that you have given her. But Lord, we know that she's given her testimony today. How she's died to herself, been buried to herself, and she's risen in the newness of life that, that Jesus only you can do. And Lord, today, perhaps someone here witnessing her, her faith and word, witnessing her strength of uh, conviction, Lord, that you will make the same decision and invite Jesus 
Because I think you are going children's church slash choir practice. By the way, I think our kids will see the next Sunday a little bit on Valentine's Day and the weekend. So they want to be sure to have you. A chance to practice. Make sure they don't leave you. We've, uh, we've come to another Sunday where we stop what we typically do and we have what we call. And uh, I had really meant to have it last week, but actually what happened is that this Sunday, Scripture tells us that God would actually would to do this deliverance of the Lord. And uh, for us in the congregation, our tradition has been to, to stop, particularly at the special times of the year, uh, to partake of the Lord's Supper. So we certainly, in our Easter season, Christmas and Thanksgiving, and those are the one time when we stop and we give thanks and we appreciate and we worship the Lord through this, this supper. And then we typically do this on the fifth Sunday of the calendar, which is about maybe five or nine weeks away from the Lord. We know that comes spreads out to the year, so we do it every year. But uh, last Sunday, series to finish it up, and we were at that point of talking about teaching washing the feet of the disciples. And of course, that's part of what happened in and around the Lord's Supper. So that actually worked out really well. But last week, we did study back together, and we'll go ahead and have the Lord's Supper. And I'm just going to read us a scripture about this. And Jesus took the Lord's Supper, and then after the Supper, he went back to the water to get down the feet. So being able to have both that message.
something. We're told that we are to be glad, rejoice, and give Him glory for the marriage of the Lamb. He has come. His wife has made Himself ready. That's the church. And to her, it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. And then He said to me, John says this is what the King of King of Jesus says to me, Right, blessed are those who come to the marriage of the Lamb. And uh, he says to them, These things are the true saying of God. And then he goes on, and then uh, later in that chapter, he talks about uh, the great suffering of God as a part of this whole marriage of the Lamb. And uh, so the suffering that we're taking this morning is really presented in the Bible in three parts. It was given back in the day of Moses. It was the Passover meal. We know the story of the Exodus. We know the story of Moses. We know how the death angel passed through Egypt. And those who had put the lamb uh, over the doors of the doorpost and then uh, stayed inside that lamb and then partook of the Passover supper and God had given to them. They were delivered from that uh, angel of death.
see on one hand you say that there is a Jesus, on one hand you say there is a Savior, on one hand you say there is a way to heaven, but yet on the other hand, because of what you found on the inside, you reject it. And the Bible says that if you're not a believer, if you've not accepted Christ by faith and say, that's not going to be Because all you're doing is giving this form of biblical covers back to the church. And it's not that God wants to do it, but I don't know what this can be about. And so God says, look, do it in the right order. Give your heart to me. Put your faith in me. Trust in me. And I will put it in faith in you. And then, because you've done these things, then come back to the Lord's Supper because the Lord's Supper is the Lord's Supper of the Lord. And so this morning, if you're not a Christian, you simply say, let the let the confess the Lord be what God comes to the Lord. And let him know that it's a, a, a testament of God's love and grace to you that Jesus has come back to trust in you for heaven. And that we are witnesses before him. We don't do it with high court authority. We don't do it with fancy secrecy. We do it with all the good people. That is what we say. That what we're asking for you to do, we do. Now let's do it we do it and do it in the heart and we get a good open for the world to see that Jesus is the arrival of his kingdom. So if they ask you this morning, what can we give the Lord's Supper? What have you done for Jesus? What have you done for Jesus? Have you accepted him? What would bring you to God this morning? Bring your faith to see that you need to ask for that. With confidence in heaven, you have to confess your faith. I, I, I think that you can do that. I believe I can say that there are times that we are in the fellowship of God.
Luke chapter 22, we're told that the uh, day of unleavened bread came and the Passover was fulfilled. And Peter and John were sent, and uh, they asked, uh, where should we go? And Jesus said, go and prepare the Passover. And behold, when you enter the city, a man will meet you, uh, carrying a pitcher of water, follow him into the house which he owns. They said to the master of the house, uh, the teacher says, where is the guest room that I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large furnished upper room. They will make bread. And so they went and found it just as he had said to them, and they performed the Passover. Now when the ivory came, he sat down with the twelve apostles, and with Peter. And he said, It is with fervent desire that I desire to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and gave thanks. And he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread and gave thanks and broke it. And he gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after the supper. And he said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you.
does our tradition is to go to the same place where Lord Jesus Christ because it says we eat the supper of him, the supper of him becomes the marriage supper that was spoken of in the anticipation of the Lord's Christ. God tells us, or Paul tells us in Corinthians, that he receives from the Lord that which I also deliver to you, that the Lord Jesus on the, on the same night that he was betrayed said in the same manner took the cup after the supper. He said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as you all do whenever you do it and drink it in remembrance of me. For that you do this bread and eat this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. We pray God's blessings upon you as you worship with us today. If God has led you to make a decision today for Jesus, we would love to hear about it. We invite you to come to our website, cometothecross.net. Our online decision card will allow you to tell us about the decision that you're making. All decisions, all contacts are kept private and are confidential. However, we would be able to pray for you and perhaps I'd even be able to call you and pray with you about what God has led you to do if you so desire. So fill out the form, let us know, and just know that we love you and God loves you. And we're excited that you're taking this first step for God today.